0: When I was in my first job as an account coordinator, I had a boss who seemingly knew everything. Every morning, I would watch her come into the office, get a cup of coffee, and sit at her desk reading the papers and magazines our receptionist piled up on her desk just a few minutes before. She wouldn't answer her phone for the first hour nor talk to anyone who stopped by her office. It didn't take long for people to understand that was for reading time and she was not to be disturbed. At the time, I remember thinking, How do I get paid to read the news every morning? Little did I know in my naive, entitled brain that she was preparing for a day of strategic counseling with our clients. Because she spent the first hour or so every morning reading, she knew what was going on in the world, which informed her decision-making. Fast forward to today, and people always ask me how I have So much time to read. It's become part of my daily habit, just like it was hers. I'm not as disciplined as using only the first hour of each workday like she was, but I do manage to get at least an hour of reading in every day between reading industry news for clients, keeping up on our industry trends, and reading the world's news. As you grow into a strategic counselor who can help clients or executives prepare for the future and predict the future, reading is one of the most important daily habits you can create. On this week's Spin Sucks podcast episode, we'll discuss how to prepare for, and in some cases, predict the future. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich, Welcome back to the SpinSucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. A few years ago, I was on the board of a company that sold in February of 2020. Talk about timing. Had it been a month later, that deal definitely would not have gone through. Outside of impeccable timing, the CEO was incredibly good at reviewing global data and industry trends to make predictions on where his business would be in the next quarter, the next six months, the next year, and even several years later. He knew something was coming, but we all thought it was going to be another recession. No one predicted a global shutdown. Regardless, because he was prepared for some sort of economic downturn, he was able to sell his company ahead of anything to come. During every quarterly board meeting, he would begin the day with a recap on global trends and industry insights to put us all on the same page and understand what he was using to make decisions. I learned a ton about how to run my own business from him, but more importantly, I learned how he used that data to predict the future. He didn't use a crystal ball or a magic eight ball. He looked at what was happening, what the experts said was to come, and what history has taught us about the trends he was seeing. My very first boss did the same thing. She observed what was going on around the globe, and she used that information to inform her recommendations for clients. People always thought she was a great predictor of the future. In the 2022 Corporate Growth Strategy Survey, Gartner found that high-growth organizations anticipate more than 10% revenue growth in the fiscal year if they use anti-fragile tactics at a higher rate than organizations that expect less than 10% growth. Anti-fragile tactics means an organization improves more under uncertainty and disruption than in regular times. It seems counterintuitive to do that, but think about all of the organizations that come out of economic uncertainty, or a pandemic, for the better. It's because they've built a structure that allows them to grow no matter what's going on around them. The people who lead these organizations, including marketing and comms professionals, are those who can use historical data and current global trends to predict the future. This is the most helpful in the environment we find ourselves in with overlapping crises that continue to confront our society and world. It is nearly impossible to anticipate the next political shift, or the next boycott, or the next cancellation, or the next social upheaval, or the next economic downturn, or the next invasion, or the next shooting, or, or, or. Most companies are dealing with all of this by just going through the motions without strategy or budget, hanging on by their teeth, waiting for the next implosion. But what if you can focus on anti fragile tactics because you can predict the future? I'll be back to talk you through exactly how to do that in just a minute. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about 2 hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonah Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrack.co/spin sucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrack dot co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts. The peso model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited Pesone model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. It turns out you don't have to be some visionary to use anti fragile tactics and predict the future. It simply takes setting aside some time every day to read and be ready to put what you've learned into action. Let's talk about how to do that. Embrace uncertainty. In the past, we've relied on stability and predictability because it's comfortable, but also it ensures our campaigns and programs are successful. But in an ever-changing landscape, embracing uncertainty is vital. If you embrace an anti-fragile mindset, I always want to say that as anti-fragile, anti-fragile mindset, you will quickly begin to understand that volatility provides valuable insights. Instead of fearing uncertainty, you will actively seek it out, recognizing that it holds the potential for innovation and growth. Uncertainty for the win. anti frigile <laughs> That probably so shows my age, but that's kind of funny. All right, so we're going to embrace uncertainty and we're going to experiment and iterate. So perhaps because it's my own business and I have the freedom to take some risk, I actually love to experiment and test things out. We do this with our clients who have adopted a you haven't strayed us wrong yet attitude, which is great for us and almost always works out for them. To understand how to predict the future, you must adopt the same mindset rather than relying on a single strategy. Engage in multiple small-scale experiments to gauge their effectiveness. By quickly iterating and adapting based on feedback, you'll be able to identify winning strategies and get rid of the ineffective ones. This iterative approach will allow you to stay agile and respond to consumer behavior and market dynamics as they change and no matter what the world throws at you. The next thing you want to do is monitor and analyze data. Many years ago, it's probably been a decade, Mitch Joel launched Control-Alt-Delete. His main message was, it's time to have sex with data. It was a great way to grab people's attention, I still remember it 10 years later, and a little naughty to boot, which made it memorable. His point was that data is incredibly important in our work, and it plays a pivotal role in anti-fragile marketing. When you study data as if you're having a relationship with it, you will uncover patterns and trends that inform future strategies. This real-time monitoring will help you identify emerging opportunities and potential risks, enabling proactive decision-making. Next, you want to foster a learning culture. We've already talked about this a little bit, but the idea that you're fostering a learning culture starts with setting aside time to read every day. Just like with anything else, it's challenging for most of us to add something more to our already overfull plates but reading every day will make you more efficient in other areas. It's a great place to make an investment with your time. It will help you predict the future and encourage curiosity and intellectual exploration, which will lead to valuable insights and fresh perspectives, which makes it look like you're able to predict the future. So think about regular training, knowledge sharing, and cross-functional collaboration, which will foster an environment of adaptability and enable you to pull out your crystal ball and make some predictions. The next thing you wanna do is stay agile and flexible. So as we age, it becomes more challenging for us to be agile and flexible. I love the get off my lawn statement because I can use it with some of my friends and colleagues who are very rigid in their way of doing things. And it says to them, it's okay for you to be a little flexible on this. No need for you to be so rigid and stuck in your ways. If you're working toward anti-fragile tactics and predicting the future, it's imperative you be agile and flexible. This will allow you to adjust your strategies and tactics based on new information or unexpected developments. You'll also be able to seize emerging opportunities quickly and mitigate potential risks. Write get off my lawn on a post-it note and tape it to your computer screen to remind yourself every day that being agile and flexible is important. The next thing you want to do is emphasize feedback loops, just like with anything else we do. Asking for feedback and getting information from customers is critical. Actively seek customer feedback, gather analytics insights, and engage in conversations with your target audiences. This will help you refine marketing strategies, improve communication, and identify potential areas for growth and improvement. Next is anticipate black swans a black swan event is an unexpected occurrence that has far-reaching consequences. Like the CEO whose board I served on, he knew something was coming in 2020 because of how tuned he was with the industry and global trends. He knew he had to sell his business as early in the year as possible or risk losing any and all deals. Just like in crisis planning, by considering worst-case scenarios and preparing contingency plans, You can minimize the negative effects of these events and position the organization to capitalize on emerging opportunities that may arise from them. None of us knew a shutdown was coming in 2020, but those who predicted there would be an economic disturbance were ready for it. The next thing you want to do is test your hypotheses and assumptions. One of my favorite things that my rising fifth grader does is create hypotheses about everything. I mean, everything. She's extremely curious and off-the-charts creative. She'll say, I was thinking about this, and my hypothesis is XYZ. Can we test it? Sometimes she's right, and sometimes she's not. But I love that she's willing to try. The same goes for you. Challenge assumptions and test hypotheses regularly. You should be open to questioning long-held beliefs and be willing to pivot if the evidence suggests a different direction. This scientific approach enables you to make informed decisions based on data and evidence, increasing your ability to predict the future. By setting time aside every day to read and follow some of these ideas, get off my lawn, you will enhance your ability to predict the future. By experimenting, staying agile, leveraging data, fostering learning, and embracing feedback, you will confidently navigate the ever-changing landscape and stay ahead of the curve. If you'd like to learn more about how the Spin Sucks community can help you predict the future, you can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free, it's fun, it's smart, and you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week.